18. Yeah. Like, I'm just saying. 2018 yeah. is real rough, man. 2018 is difficult. 2018. That's why we're going to talk about 2017 today. We're going to get into it. All right. Yeah, right. it is the Begin Podcast. Uh, once again, uh, faithful listeners, um, we got a pretty cool episode for you today. We're going to be talking about uh, our favorite movies of 2017. Unfortunately, today we are missing our, our buddy Cord Winder Blurred. Uh, shout out to him. But I do have the rest of the He's crew with as me. a force ghost. Yes, as a force ghost. <laughs> He'll be here, and he definitely can affect the physical world. Exactly. Um, but in the physical world, I got to my right. That's oh, I got legs <laughs> and a name. It goes by Force. I'm gonna speak in the third person this whole podcast. Good. All right. He's not even really here Good. right now. Cord Winder is here more than Force. Uh, <laughs> Good. Next up is Double Black in the building, talking about the 2017 top movies at the. Begin anti-coonery podcast. What mm. up? What up? What up? Mm-mm-mm. Then that brings it to me, Laser Beam, coming at you with my list of the movies I like a lot from 2017. <laughs> yeah. So being uh, probably I don't know uh, our, our illest movie aficionado, Double Black is going to hit you with some things real quickly about what we're going to do today. So we're going to do our own thing. Everyone likes these top five lists, top ten lists. We're going to do a top six list, and uh, we're going to break it up into two parts so it's not too long because um, we are four dudes sitting around talking about movies. And uh, So we're going to do two parts. Part one is going to be today, and we're going to talk about our numbers six, five, and four lists. Um, and then we're going to hit you, um, stay tuned later, you know, same bat time, same bat channel, um, for three, two, one. Uh, so give you a little, little something to look forward to but um yeah this is our list think of uh the top it's a top five plus a bonus of a you need you two, know, hands. Honorable mention. two hands mm-hmm. two podcasts exactly learn about it exactly so that's what we're doing uh people people want to hear this and uh i've been asking what are our um top picks and so i'm like tune into the podcast and check it out yeah with that being said i also think uh we should have double black go first maybe Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, what's your six, five, and four player? Okay. Oh, like so, uh, so six, five, and four. This has been tough. The actual, the bottom of the list for me was harder than the top uh, of the I list. Might I, agree. Agree. I might have exactly. to agree. I might have to agree. 100%. Yeah. yeah exactly. The bottom of the what? What? I have links. Um, I will, since I'm leading it off, Too I will late. say there are lots of movies I didn't get a chance to see. I didn't see Shape of Water. I didn't see Ooh, Mud. You made a mistake. Yeah, exactly. I didn't see Mud. <laughs> I, I also didn't see. Shape of Water. Yeah, yeah, I wanted I to see Mudbound. Didn't see that. I didn't see Mudbound. Um, I didn't see Big Sick. I didn't see Lady Bird. So there's, there's a good handful of movies I didn't get a chance. I didn't see Darkest Hour, Dun- Dunkirk, that I didn't get a chance to check out. Um, but I tried to see a lot of movies. Um, I probably saw about 40 to 45 movies this year um, in theaters uh, or on Netflix that count as movies for this year. Um, and coming in at number six, 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 six is Thor Ragnarok. Ooh, Ooh Thor Ragnarok. So Thor, um, I was really impressed with what they did with Thor Ragnarok and how um, they really leaned into the comedy and they did something unique to Thor. Um, those movies have been real, uh, not even hit or miss, just miss for most people. Um, Thor 1 and Thor 2. spicy. Um, yeah. yeah, well, it's true. I mean, I enjoyed the second Thor movie, but a lot of people 
Um, did Lisa not. Lisa Bean did not. <laughs> Especially this guy to my right. You know, he was, it was real long and not a lot. Exactly. So they. I mean, I, I going to Comic Con. The um, the panel for Thor was one of my favorites. Uh, seeing what Tiko Watiti was up to and what he was doing, and and you know, I want to go watch his previous works. And I'm not normally down for the absurdist comedy, but I, I'm Check interested out. in what he did and what we do in the shadows. The shadows. And stuff like that, and uh, maybe even watching some of his Flight of the Concords stuff. Um, so, uh, but yeah, number six was Thor Ragnarok, and so I, like I said, Chris Hemsworth doing the funny Thor growing as a character, what they did with Hulk, like you know uh, Valkyrie, all the the characters and the story. Was the first female bad bad guy in the Marvel universe? Hella, Kate Blanchett just crushed it. Hella. Yeah, I was I was really into Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> I, I saw it two or three times in theaters, and uh, I laughed every time I saw it. Um, sometimes a little too funny on the jokes. Um, a little too much, leaning too heavily. But uh, yeah, number yeah. six was Thor. Um, and then leaning in, uh, number five was Logan. Ooh, um, ooh, you know, ooh. So, I knew that was going to be in your top. <laughs> that was, shit. yeah, that was you, in, you, you liked it from the jump. I yeah, I like Logan. It was basically, you know, one last ride with, you know, with my man Weapon X. And I so, got an unfortunate bite. <laughs> I can't stand Wolverine. I, I, I understand that. You know, he's, you know, Waxed and Wayne is one of my favorite characters over the years from the comics to the movies and back and forth. Um, but I liked how they did the old Western thing. You know, the guy, James Mangold, the guy who directed it, He's his best movie or his most famous movie is 310 to Yuma, which is a remake of... I love of, that movie. Is a remake that of a Western. Um, also, I mean, he did uh, Walk yeah. the Line with, uh, you know, Watching. the Johnny Cash movie. Yeah. And so I mean, he, he can lean into the country Western roots and that's basically what Logan is. is it's a genre genre film of set in a superhero universe it's basically an old western one last cowboy ride it's very in the same vein as unforgiven a lot of old cowboy movies and stuff like that and so i, I like that um i like that it was r that they leaned in really hard with the violence and they really you know you know made it about um you know the visceralness of this world and stuff like that um i like how they made professor x curse <laughs> that was just yeah funny. he was he was, <laughs> he was, up. He was cursed up. and the little girl she sold it for me like that whole like i had one reaction and then i listened to female nerds talk about like how the much whole, she met yeah, yeah her relationship like and sometimes how the father-daughter relationship doesn't get explored a lot and how you know they really reacted to that and so like it's one of those movies that like it meant something to me and then it meant more to me when i heard other people talk about it and stuff like that so logan okay. was number number five for me and so i really enjoyed logan and what they were doing there legit legit uh and then number four was guardians so you know I guardians got of the galaxy book. volume all, two. all yeah. three better, better movies. movies wow yeah. better than like really yeah i, lo I loved guardians too i really even with that ending huh even with the ending, yeah, I like I like the ending too. Um, I, yeah, it's like the same movie with a worse ending. Like the same movie as the first with a worse ending. I I mean I, I could definitely see how people feel about that, but I really enjoyed. Hit us Guardians. with it. Yeah, yeah, hit us with it. It's your it's um, your top. Yeah. Um, what I enjoyed most is the story of family. Um, a lot of times in movies you don't get uh, all, and it was different types. Of, it was like sister to sister. Um, with Nebula like and Gamora, it was exactly. But it was also my Baby. two dads with, <laughs> 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 you know, with uh, 
Star Lord and his two dads just because he was just because your father doesn't mean he was your daddy boy. Yeah, you know? yeah. I don't so, even know who your daddy is. So man. and Michael Rooker really started like I think it's a crime that he was not nominated for Best Supporting Actor because his act, when he's talking to Rocket about like you know the life choices he's made and like you know all like that acting is amazing and stuff like that. His character growth and and change and what he goes through and the sacrifices he makes in that movie. Um, like people just continuously shit on people who play aliens or play things that are not human and weird and, and it's difficult for people to connect. But yeah, I really loved Yandu and wh- how he went out in this movie. Um, all his lines were funny. A lot of stuff Rocket did was really funny and interesting. Um, I mean, sometimes the jokes were too over the top. The Taser Face thing they leaned into a couple times too many. But, Taser, too but Taser Face was a real character. Yeah, he was. In the and, comics. And, yo, Taser Face. Yeah. See, yeah. That's, you're bringing the... Oh, yeah, the, so that was... Yeah, that I'm was just saying, cool. I, I liked Taser it, face. but yeah. most people thought it was just a, a joke yeah. thrown in there. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. there was a point yeah. in comic history, well, yeah. often there's a lot of absurdity. But yeah. I like the fact that they had the Taser Face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like and that. They made, and they made fun of it. It was yeah, like... They made fun of it. And they leaned into it. And I would say... That um, the most interesting thing was how the family dynamic was an important part. Like the stuff with Drax and his uh, his wife being dead and his kid being dead and like remembering that, but also his funny stuff too. So like I just like the whole because when they did Superman, they tried to do My Two Dads and they fucked that up. Like you know, with Man of Steel. And this is how you do. I remember walking yeah. out of Guardians being like, "This is how you do My Two Dads," and with a with a space sort of feel to it and so i really enjoy guardians uh a lot and i like the the vibe of the 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 family um dynamic and so yeah those those that's those are my top uh six five four six five four okay thor that's, logan and guardians it. didn't even look at that film that way all right that's <laughs> yeah. that's legit um i guess we're gonna let's go what's that counterclockwise laser beam oh all right uh let's do it up um so, let's get right to it. Uh, it's got the notations, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. You, you about to learn something today. <laughs> You're going to learn. Let me, let, me pull out my notebook. let me pull out my notebook. Hold on. All right. So, um, yeah, exactly. Just like Double Black said, uh, my bottom six, uh, uh, four, five, six, was tougher than my top three. Uh, those are obvious, I think, to everyone. But we'll get to that. Um, but four, five, six, uh, I had to... Um, I had to really think and go back, and I saw a lot of movies in the last like month or so, and uh, a lot of them are. I see why they're they're contenders and for awards. And Yo, so, these guys are humble bragging <laughs> over here, son. They saw yeah. a lot of movies. So, Step so your movie game up. I don't see three hundred movies this year. How many movies did you see? You didn't see no movies like me. Yeah, exactly. Want to see? I missed a lot of movies though. Yeah, step your mother. What you got? What you got? And I caught most of those movies that you missed. So. Um, I'm gonna hit you with my number six, and coming in with a uh, number six is Lady Bird. Um, I right, thought it was a, right, a, right. a a great film. I think everything on the list that I like it was a great film, and I thought it was uh, really strong. And just like you were just saying about uh, Guardians Volume Two about family, I think Lady Bird is the thing that made me like it the most is that it's about family. Um, it's uh, it's primarily told through uh, the main character, the protagonist, uh, Christine Ladybird's uh, point of view, but it's how she relates to her family. It takes place over the course of a year from September 2002 to September 2003, essentially. 
and it's just really well done. The acting, the connections between family members and mothers and daughters and daughters and fathers, uh, siblings, um, relationships, people. It's just, it's just the acting is, is super strong. Um, uh, why people are, you know, doing things. Um, I don't want to give anything uh, away plot-wise, but um, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of really interesting stuff. There's a lot of cool stuff. It's, it surprised me. I thought it was just gonna be about her entirely, um, but it's not. It's focuses on a lot of different people doing a lot of different things. Um, it's not about a lady who turns into a bird. I wished that no. would be. Way yeah, I seen cooler. that movie though. I seen that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, uh, there's a movie where a lady turns into a bird. There's probably a bunch. Lady Hawk. Yeah. Lady Hawk. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm saying, yeah, like, yeah, we're nerds here. Yeah, you know about Lady Hawk. Rutger yeah. Hauer, yeah, Michelle yeah. Pfeiffer, yeah. from 1983, set in a yeah. fantasy universe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lady Hawk. There you go, Double Black. Yeah. <laughs> Obscure ass record. I thought yeah. Lady Bird was a Lady Hawk remake. <laughs> <laughs> but I, only, I didn't see any movie that y'all saw. <laughs> Anyhow. Yeah, I just thought the Lori Metcalf, who plays her mom, was amazing. She's Jackie from Roseanne. Oh, um, okay. She, right on. She right kills on. it. Um, yeah, nice. like yeah, I get that. It's uh, again, it's 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 a big Oscar favorite and like war season favorite and all that, but it, it deserves it. Um, right. The first time director Greta Gerwig, she did a really good job, um, uh, and 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 really hit knock one out of the park. Um, I thought it was yeah, really good movie uh, and well done. Um, next movie up is The Post. With oh, um, the post, okay. I, I five. he's going hardcore yeah. with the yeah, off the wall. <laughs> Spielberg, Spielberg, yeah. there we go. Spielberg, he did it again. Like he can't. Like, and another one. one and another one. <laughs> I thought I told you that we won't stop. <laughs> like Dave Chappelle, if stop. anybody's watched Dave Chappelle's uh, comedy thing, he's like, I'm too good at this comedy game. Like it's just easy for me. It's like, like Spielberg's just too good at making movies. He's like, I, I'll roll out bed and make the one, another one. Like here you go. Here's the post. This is great. Like, give me some. Give me some awards. Um, Meryl Streep, Tom Hanks. Yeah, it's Meryl Streep, Tom Hanks, Bob they, Odenkirk. Yeah, they mm-hmm. both killed it. Bob Odenkirk is good as a as a as a guy who's um he's not just comedy. Um, it's it has a kind of a rough start. I feel uh, as a as a film, it's like it kind of feels like it's trying to do like uh, it's all over the place and like a little bit of like a little West Wingy. And I come to find out that. The, the writer of the, the, the film has wrote a lot of S, uh, West Wing episodes. But um, it's, it's, it's real strong. It has a real good message for today. It's, pr- it's pretty relevant um, for the power of the presidency and the government has over the people and stuff. Um, and it just... Uh, it, has, it shows interesting uh, characters, arcs, and motivations. And... Um, and Meryl Streep, like, she did it amazing. She, again, like, she killed it. Like, Tom Hanks is solid all the way through, and he's, he does a good performance. But, like, Meryl Streep is, like, in the beginning, she's, like, not, doesn't seem like she's going to, like, what's Meryl Streep doing in this movie? And then, like, all of a sudden, she, like, comes to life and, like, becomes a, uh, she has, a, like, an amazing arc in the in the film. So, uh, that's, I don't know. I, I thought it was uh, it's timely great. for the you know the time we're in. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like, all right, yeah. Um, so that was that. And then number four, my uh, uh, number four movie um, was Baby Driver. Um, I thought Baby Driver was great. It used to be in my top three, but got knocked out by something. Uh, the next number, my number three. 
We'll Leave find out about that later. Uh, but More on that later. Yeah, um, Baby Driver was my uh, number three, but it's four now. But it's still great. It's a great film. Uh, amazing film. Uh, it does amazing stuff with music, uh, soundtrack, act, uh, acting is great. Uh, everybody who's in it, or most people, everybody in it is real strong. They're doing the best job they can. Uh, I, there's a lot of stuff that Edgar Wright, the director, did with the film that was interesting and uh, just setting the music to the action and uh, a couple of visual things that he did with like everybody wears certain colors and yep. it was really cool. Uh, uh, Jamie Foxx always wore red. He was a bad guy. He was aggressive. Uh, you know, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Michael... The, John Ham, John Ham, uh, and his girl. She wore purple all the time, and they were like this Bonnie and Clyde thing, but modern Bonnie and Clyde with cocaine. So it was, it was, it was, um, and and Baby Driver himself, it was always black and white. He was always wearing black and white, and like always caught between two worlds. Um, I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, last movie we obviously Kevin Spacey in, so yeah, uh, big. <laughs> yeah, so well, uh, you know. Uh, he did a good job in it as well, but, you know, no more for him. And uh, that's four. Yeah, that's four. That's me. All right. <clears throat> so uh, I guess up next is me, Sir Catalyst. Um, yeah, um, I guess I'm not so outside of the box. Um, I- I'll start <coughs> that, you know, my honorable mention uh, was Mother. Um, it couldn't get into my top six, but I did watch it. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a better movie uh, than, than, yeah, than most people would have would have said. Um, but my number six film is uh, Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Um, and I-, I thought it was a good flick. I am not the... Uh, the deepest in the Star Wars lore, so a lot of the action, you know, did well with me. I'm a huge fan of uh, Porgs. Uh, <laughs> Por- <laughs> Porgs one and, uh, and Finn too. I really like Finn a lot. Um, and you know, as much as you know, there was an argument that maybe he wasn't as integral to the plot as he needed to be. I, be I integral, my nigga. I, yeah, be integral, my nigga. Um, but <laughs> anti-coonery um, yeah, podcast anti- coming you know, at you. Be integral. That's what we're telling the people. Um, but. I, I enjoyed it. I, I it, it was uh, it, it kept me interested. Um, that's you know I guess the point of a movie. Um, so uh, that was my number six. Uh, it was in my opinion one of the better Star Wars I've ever seen because I'm honestly seeing the originals out of context and they all look weird now thirty years <laughs> later. Um, so. You trying to say um, Luke Skywalker Han Solo don't look like modern creations to you? Uh, no, not that. But like when I was watching the original, like Jabba the Hutt just doesn't hold up over the years and stuff like that. And uh, I don't know what are those the the, the ice creatures and the tauntauns or those the tauntauns. yeah tauntauns look weird. Like all of those stuff just it's like well okay cool like they're monsters but they look out of place, um, which I'm sure they could do with the CGI we have today. But they just didn't have it. Um, but I really enjoyed the Last Jedi. Um, so that's my number six. Uh, number five for me was a uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, and Spider-Man Homecoming mm. was because of the diversity, man. Like the mm. the cast was, you Preach. know, like Preach. just you know, black, brown, you know, yellow, white, everything. And that's what you know Bronx would look like. 
in the modern day yeah. you know like if, if you were growing up in new york like you would have that cultural diversity and all of those people around and you you know it, it, they sold it you know like nothing yeah. didn't feel like a real spider-man story because of those things and it i wasn't think forced it, right it wasn't forced it worked it, it was well done and i i think you know a, a lot has to be said to that and to be to be able to try something like that um so spider-man homecoming makes it you know just based it was my honorable mention it was hard to leave off the list yeah it was really it was real hard really good Um, also i think it helps uh to put this in context is that double black catalyst and myself force got to see it post comic-con at one of the best movie theaters we had been in a I long had, time so let me just say on that. The, i had tequila mm. on the rocks and mac and cheese and a cast we balling, yeah. Yeah. we was balling yeah. during the movie actually yeah during the movie. shout out to the lot that was shout a nice out to the lot. yeah we, nice we might go back there this, this year i'm we definitely should. going yeah, back i'm going back we're going, <laughs> going to do back. that we're doing that um so yeah um that was my number five um number four was thor ragnarok um it was f- great, you know, back to front. Uh, the comedy was awesome. Uh, uh, Tessa Thompson was, that's my, you know, that's my baby. Mm-hmm. You know, that's good, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Valkyrie mm-hmm. was, was my favorite part of the movie by far. Mm-hmm. Um, Preach. Yeah, and it was it was just good. Like, the the, the uh, dichotomy between Hulk and Thor was, was really good. Um, it was funny, you know. Um, the Grandmaster was, you know, great. Uh, you know, like, just, yeah, just funny. every character was memorable, man, and uh, I don't think they've really done that with a Thor film yet so uh, they cool. finally yeah they, they finally hit the mark you know yeah, um, the, the first one was good you know you watched it but it was, was kind of like you know boy loses hammer like <laughs> boy loses hammer you know like the second one was like you stop talking I thought the second one was better than most people think it is you know like most people hate I on the second it, one yeah. it was just a bunch of scenes that didn't have a lot happening you know yeah. like it was it was, the, yeah, yeah, it, it was it was exposition exactly. but it was necessary and yeah. I think that the second movie does more for the Marvel Cinematic Universe than pretty much any other film as far as bringing it all together and that movie's necessary like that there's well, I mean they do build, deal with one of the stones yeah and, and which is important and and I think they were building up to Ragnarok which was mm-hmm. joyous it was, mm-hmm. a, it was a great movie it was a yeah. good ride I, I I, you know, I clapped afterwards. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, it was like Thor is six and Spider-Man is like seven. And the only reason why Thor beat out is because it was Thor's last movie. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, and yeah. like Spider-Man is just beginning and Thor is ending, basically. Well, so, yeah, you know. I feel you. If, yeah. if Star Wars wouldn't have made the list if, if Mother didn't end the way it did. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. Had it ended yeah. a little had it ended a little better, you know? Because like I was, I watched the entire thing and I was like, this is really good. And then it ended and I was like, man, you can't. <laughs> can't do me like that, Darren. Uh, yeah. So, um, but he did. Yeah, but he did. He did, he did me did. and all the other people who spent money on that. That movie there. was not a Mike Pence documentary. Well, my mother. <laughs> no, it was I not. see. I, no. Obviously, I need to no, get to the theater. It's more. not. You need to. Yeah, you need to go to the theaters more. You need um, to. Yeah, you yeah. need to get out so, a little bit more, bro. All right. uh, that, that's Catalyst Six Five Four, man. There I, you go. I, I hit there you quick go. with him. Um, so. Yeah, uh, my number four was Thor. Thor. Thor, Thor was Thor. Yeah. Rhymes. So, uh, uh, yeah. All right. Six five four. So, Star Wars. Uh, uh, Spider Man. Thor. There you go. Coming in here is the one and only Force, who apparently doesn't get out much. Uh, in his rap dad life so I didn't see a lot of movies but the movies I did see were great and I had the chance to see some of them with some of the people in this room so that was awesome amazing Uh, I love seeing movies with you brother and 
you know, some of these are, are they're going to be some overlapping, but my t- my bottom three are all sponsored by the letter B. BBB. It's like the big baller <laughs> brand. I'm the LeVar Ball of this never podcast lost. right now. I never lost. Never lost. Never lost. So put me on the court with Jordan. <laughs> never lost. <laughs> so pulling up in the sixth slot right here, I had Baby Driver. Uh, oh, for the same, yeah. same oh, reasons that... that Laser Beam said, because I'm a music guy, if you're like, you know, I take the hip hop pop thing seriously. Uh, when a movie is able to combine the the music and the cinematography as well as they did, I think it's a it's a great thing from the opening scene. Edgar Wright set it up to be this mixture between music and stuff. And, and I'm going to do like if you ever see me, I'm like, and Callis the same way. Like I always got my headphones on. I'm always listening to music. So I really got into the, the character, baby. Yeah, people always uh, think we talking to ourselves because we, mm-hmm. you know, we either rapping a song or thinking out yeah. lyrics. Yeah. So, so that's it. So Baby Driver gets it. I thought it, it you know, it was, it was well done. All the things that Laser Bream said. I also liked it because it was an awkward love story. And as an awkward dude growing up being, you know, a, a black nerd going to some private schools, I, I like just like, kind of these off-kilter love stories. So that's my number six right that's there. Is one thing I was going to say is we saw that together as well. We didn't see it at the Nice Theater, but we we saw two movies after Comic-Con out in San Diego. We, and I, 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 I insisted your, that we... I was just trying to give you your props. It was your insistence that we yeah. go see this movie, because, and I didn't even know what it was or what it was about, and, and good call, Double Back. And one thing I would say, two things. One, I knew you guys like Jamie Foxx, so I knew, and I'm I knew a, you guys are music dudes. I knew you guys are music. And the scene where he makes the song, I was like, I was thinking of you guys when I saw oh. that, I was like, "This is force and that's, catalyst." That's it. It, it, it got yeah, me in all the right like, places. I was just yeah. like, "They gotta and see this it was movie." Real good. And also, so I'm you glad know, you guys saw it. I'm glad you like it. I would say a shout out too, because the other movie that I saw last year that I thought had that, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy set themselves up having like a solid soundtrack, but their soundtrack is more like nostalgia. But I like the Baby Driver uh, soundtrack, just the the way it. it it all blended together. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that so that's my number six, Baby Driver. Moving on into bees. I'm going to go to a Netflix original, Babysitter. It's the Babysitter. Oh, it was a silly, mindless nice, horror nice. romp. I did see that. That's I the movie with that. King, uh, King Bach, King right? Bach. Yes. Yeah. And uh, the, um, Samara Weaving. Samara Weaving, Weaving, the Australian actress. Like She yep, got me. Yep. Like She's, you know, everything about it for me was... Is it, is remember it that name, it? Samara Weaving. Okay. So I remember it. I'll write it down. But so, you know, it played with the horror tropes. I had fun with it. Um, and it, it was a good, just throw this movie on and watch it. I was actually surprised by how entertaining it was. It didn't take itself too seriously. I think sometimes you need that. Like, you know, 2017 is stressful. We living in this making America great time and I needed to just relax. So that's my number five is The Babysitter because sometimes you just need to watch a dope horror movie with some hot chicks in it. That's that's exactly what the director set out to do. That was it. He directed movies back in the day and this was his big like let's just have some fun comeback movie. I enjoyed it too. I watched it. It It was was a good throwback. So it's you know I'm I'm gonna watch it now. I've seen it a bunch of times in the Mm -hmm. recommended. Mm -hmm. So yeah check that out. That's my number five. And the last B in my trilogy is Blame. I'm going with another Netflix Blame. original. You should call it, it the trilogy. Blame. All right, I've right? heard of this. One. Uh, and that's an one. anime. Uh, you know, a lot of times here okay. in this podcast, okay. we, we deal with you know a lot of pop culture stuff. But you know, I fancy myself as an anime guy too. And so, Blame was a a manga series in like '98 that they did, and it got adapted. There was like a miniseries, but this is a movie they put out last year. Uh, it follows the the protagonist's name is. Uh, Kitty, well, Killy, but you know, with the accent thing. But he's a human and he's living in a futuristic world where the 
the the builders the technology goes awry and they just start building a city and it just keeps going so humans are trapped in this ever-increasing city and you got to go through levels uh i thought it was a for the anime action amazingly uh directed it was you know it set you up in this world they don't give you a lot of explanation for it but you don't need it like you're there you care about the characters um and it, you know, it felt like timely because, you know, even though it was done in 98, you know, we, we now deal with the time where we're talking to our Alexas and our series. And, you know, I, I felt like it was prophetic. And I think Netflix has been crushing the anime game for a while. If you guys don't check out the Netflix anime selections, uh, most of them are on point. And I think this was a great addition to that. So that's my number four was Blame. 3B. Uh, falling yeah. out the blame. So next time blame, you go on Facebook, you're going to be trying to market you Alexas and series and shit. <laughs> that's fine. Is your microphone listening. Just it? letting you know. So, be so that's it. I, you know, I, 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 I flipped it up with that and, uh, you know, in and out. Hopefully in 2018, I get to see more movies so I can put up numbers like the rest of the brethren uh, in the mm-hmm. begin podcast. Hey, I was, but, I was, you know. I was nowhere near the sixty and what eighty to hundred. These two have seen. I, yeah. I, I, I went through the movies. Yeah, he, he all did me this year. Double Black put me onto a website you can go to and just see all the movies, man. So mm-hmm. I, I maybe hit thirty, thirty-five, and okay. I know that's that's good. But nah, that yeah. ain't them yet. No. Yeah. Yes. And so I would say because I know there was a an honorable mention and Catalyst threw it in there. Star Wars for me was a phenomenal movie. It didn't make my top six, but I'm putting that one on there as well. I really enjoyed it, despite some of the issues I had with it. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, that's my that's in my honorable mention. Like I said, it only it only so made it for me if if mother ended differently, been different. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we can throw an honorable mention real quick. I would for me, it's Spider Man. It almost made it. Like I said, if Spider Man and Thor almost neck and neck, in my opinion, and if Spider Man, if Thor hadn't been ending, I just get you know, I give it the bow you know put it on the list but it was real hard to do the bottom of the list for yeah me. yeah the, like the bottom the yeah, bottom was much i want to throw out an honorable mention to uh my girl tanya harding with the movie i tanya oh yeah mm-hmm. uh, did, you, did you see that movie did you i did I, I, I saw see, it too I and it was real it was real good i yeah. just it's yeah. the, it's figure skating <laughs> no, like, hey how, everyone's how got a riveting, passion how Every, riveting it is because everybody has a passion and everybody has a drama i'm about to do a movie about curling son yeah do it if it can make it but like you can compare like figure skating like that's that's some that's they made it compelling stuff. though right yeah they made it compelling it, it was it, I watched the whole thing but I also watched 30 for 30 documentaries yeah, well, but about the movie wasn't about figure skating it was about her life her life it's about her life her life was figure skating yeah like part of her life was figure skating but her life is also her abuse of her yes also figure skating is hard listen yo when we do our first video once Catalyst is going to hit the ice yeah hockey style you play hockey he will show you his moves I used to play hockey Thing where they explain how she did the triple double or whatever it's called, um, triple, triple lutz, triple, triple lutz. Yeah, she's still up there. She yeah. put numbers on the yeah, board. No, she, she, like, she's the Jordan of figure skating. Right you know. now. that's probably a grandiose statement. Nah, I don't know she's not that. She's the LeVar Ball of figure yeah. skating. <laughs> Never she didn't, big ball of She could have been the Jordan if she had a good family. He gonna sue the shit out of. She didn't. She had like horrible people surrounding her. Yeah, so like that. That that's why. That's partly a big reason why she. That's, okay. she that's why okay. security. Anyway, yeah. security, anyway. security. So I thought it was a really good movie. It just it's number seven. If I had to do, you know, that. that's legit. Legit. But, yeah, that was, was it unexpected? Yeah. Um. Yeah. 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 A lot of unexpected I, stuff. I'm gonna go check out. 
pretty much all the forces. No, I, no lie. So one thing I did want to say is that coming up with this list, as I had a chance to just look at the movies I saw and just the landscape in general, and I felt 2017 was a pretty solid year for movies for everything. Like if it you're was, a comic yeah. fan, yeah, yeah. there's a bunch. You know, like uh, Double Blacks had a bunch of comic movies. If you wanted oh, some God. horror, there was stuff there. There, yeah. you know, there was a, a wide range of things. And again, like I said, Netflix is out here kind of changing the game too. So I, I'm looking forward to 2018 and seeing how the landscape changes in, in movies. Definitely. I mean, it's, it's only going to get more crowded, which is good for the consumer and bad for the consumer because there's more stuff to choose from, but, you know, also more stuff to keep you distracted right. from. Right. Will it, will it saturate the market? Oversaturate yeah, exactly. the market? Oversaturate yeah, yeah, yeah. the market and stuff like I mean, the, the golden age of t- television is kind of breaking under its own weight because there's just so many shows to watch yes. and follow. So, um, yeah, you know, 2018 could be interesting, but, you know, we got to also pay attention to real life stuff and not just <laughs> go into the fantasy too much yeah. and stuff like that but anyway so that's we'll, our four we'll five six that's four, our four five, five six, six. Yeah. we'll hit you back um with part two with our three two one stay tuned same Contact. bat time same bat channel